0: Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximizing your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. I just wanted to revisit margin lending again. I, I know I did a podcast just a little while ago on margin lending on a lot of the statistics, which are quite interesting. And about how many people get margin loans and what their average balances are and when they get in and out because when you study margin lending you actually start to study the psychology of the market and what's moving the market and what how people think about the market and if people are quite comfortable with the share market and, and how it's traveling they go out and get more and more and more margin lending because intrinsically uh, how people think about money is actually not necessarily a logical thought. Uh, it's just surprising to actually come up with that sort of statement, but it really is. It, it actually goes right back into the way people think uh, in their money. It's more like a Neanderthal type of primitive man type thinking when it come, actually comes to money. We, we revert back to some simple thinking. And if the market's going up and, and it's making lots of money, we fear missing out on some of that boom. And so we go into margin lending. and quite often, as history has shown we over leverage and uh, when the market's going down or crashing we tend to over panic and you know sell out and uh, as we saw with storm financial people lost a lot of money and and a lot of them were losing their houses and all sorts of things were going on so it's quite interesting to watch margin lending and the statistics to get a feel for the market Um, and when you're seeing record levels of people applying for margin loans to me that's a big signal to uh, get out of the market and when you see lots of people getting margin calls. That's a real big signal that if you're not already out of the market, you probably should be because it's a real big sign there. But when you're seeing lower levels of margin lending applications coming in, that's telling you that you know, you're probably near the bottom of the market. And there's a lot of things at the moment telling me that we're near the bottom of the market, which is exciting. And it's especially exciting if you're looking at margin lending, because I'd say you know, at, at a guess in the next 12 months, we're going to see the bottom of this market. And this is the time where you know, to me, it's the safest place to get margin lending. You don't get margin lending at the top of a market. It's better to get it at the bottom because there's not much downside. There's a, but there's a lot of potential for upside. And as margin lending can accelerate your losses, as the, as in the case with Storm Financial, it can also very much accelerate your gains if you use it properly. So in this podcast, and I'll, I probably may need to do another one as well to to break it up into two parts. I want to talk to you a bit bit about what margin lending is you know what it is uh different types of margin lending uh lending and explaining some of the terms around it so you can get a little bit comfortable with it because i think the time is coming now where this is going to be a good vehicle for a lot of people to use to help them catch up some of what they lost in the in the gfc and, and get them in front again so what is margin lending well there's two types of margin lending it's most people didn't even know that, uh, but there's a standard margin lending and there's non-standard mar- margin lending. And unbeknownst to you, most of the people listening to this podcast, you probably heard about both of them, but weren't really aware of it. I'll go through standard uh, margin lending first because that's pretty much the most common one. Now, standard margin lending has been around for a long, long, long time uh, in Australia, et cetera. I've known about it for probably, gee, well over 20 years, probably more than that. Um, I think it was around when I was in the bank. But standard margin lending really is similar to like, Purchasing your house, uh, when when you purchase your house, quite often you put up a percentage of the of the capital, and then the bank lends you the rest to buy the house. But the bank takes security over the whole house, even though you may have some equity in it. They've pretty much got security over the whole house. so You can't get that house back until you clear your loan. Um, if you don't pay that loan and you default on your loan with the bank, they'll sell the house, and if there's anything left over, you get it. And that's pretty much how a housing loan works. Obviously, they charge you interest on what you borrow etc and there's different terms as far as you know 25-year loan or different types of loans but let's keep it simple it's an asset securing a loan that's pretty much as simple as is and you're getting charged interest on a daily basis how you pay that back is how you work that out with the bank on a monthly basis or whatever you do a margin loan is similar to that in the fact that you'll still have a percentage uh, uh, an asset that you put up as security so in the case of a margin loan it's generally shares or a managed fund that they'll accept so margin lenders will accept pretty much a lot of shares on the Australian share market or most of them shares on the Australian share market or a big chunk of them but they'll also accept some things as some managed funds such as maybe like a um a, you know an Australian share fund or something like that and they'll tell you which ones they accept on their their sheets that they give you they'll give you a list of acceptable securities once you've chosen your margin lender. Now, what they do, let's say, for instance, you've got $20,000 in shares, just Australian shares, and you go to a margin line and say, yep, I want to get a margin And You want to borrow 20000 So you've got 20000 you want to borrow $20,000. they will let you do that. You fill out the application form. Now, what you're doing on the application form is quite interesting. You need to read all the fine print because... Most margin lenders are the same, but there's some little different things that they might do that you may not be aware of. And, and I'll go through some of those as well. Just a little, not warning bells, but just little signs that you need to look out for. When you've got shares, you've generally got a broker and you've generally got a chest number and your brokering account. Now, you can still use your broker to, to buy and sell your shares as you f- feel free to, you, even with a margin lender or using a margin loan. But what you need to do is the margin lender will use, give you another chest number. And what they do is they will register that with your broker and, that, and when that chest number says that they have got security over the shares that you put up and any other shares that you buy using your margin loan. Now, for example, as I said, if you've got $20,000 and you borrow $20,000 from a margin lender and you buy shares with that, that means you've got a portfolio of $40,000 worth of shares that your broker has bought for you under that chest number on that account. Now, the margin lender has security over the whole $40,000. They do that because if you can't pay, then they'll sell some of those assets or all of those assets to repay the loan, whatever that is and what you owe them. And then if there's anything left over, you'll get exactly the same as what they do with the house, so to speak. It's only easy with the share market. So when you're actually filling out all your documentation for a margin loan, part of that documentation is a set of criteria that needs to happen for them to sell those shares. Now, for example, you've probably heard of a margin call, now I'll explain that a little bit later in a little bit more detail but basically if you're forced to if your loan goes out of balance as it sometimes might with a house you know if you're not, not paying your payments and you go out of balance then the bank says pay up or will sell. Now you either give them extra cash give them extra security or they sell down some of the assets or in the case of a house they sell the whole asset because you can't sell your bedroom. With a margin lender, they might say, hey, you need to give us $5,000 to bring your account back into order or your loan back into order. Now, you can give them extra cash to bring your loan balance down. That, in, in the cases, this would happen with if, if in, as in, we've seen over the last few years with the GFC. If the value of the asset is falling, the value of the loan's not necessarily falling, so your loan-to-value ratio gets out of whack. And that may mean you need to put up extra security by giving them more shares or paying down some of your loan with giving them cash or sell some of the shares. Now, if they can't contact you, then they have a right within your agreement with them to sell those shares and get their loan balance back into order, or your loan balance back into order. And they will do that automatically, basically. And you'll look at your account and you'll see that you've had shares sold. That doesn't happen a lot simply because most people um, are onto it and they'll pay up more cash or they'll sell down the shares themselves but you don't ever want to be putting yourself into that position where you're forced to sell an investment at a bad time and this is why you need to be careful with your leveraging levels and i'll talk about um, lvrs or leveraging loan to value ratios or leveraging levels in a second just to give you an idea but a standard margin loan really is uh, security over a group of assets whether they be shares or, or managed funds that a margin lender will lend you some extra cash to buy more shares or more managed funds That's pretty much as simple as is. You get charged interest on a daily basis, as you do on a housing loan. That interest rate is slightly higher than a housing loan because it's a slightly more risky loan in terms of um, the bank's point of view. I don't personally think it is, so I don't know why they charge higher rates of interest because it's easy for them to do. To me, they should be the same as housing loans, but you'll generally pay about one, sometimes one and a half percent more than what the standard housing loan rates are at the moment. So let's say if the standard housing loan rate at the moment is 6.5%, then you'd be paying about 7.5% to 8% generally on a margin loan. It's a little bit more expensive. I think I'll leave that part there. Please move on to part two of Margin Lending Explained. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within, and you've been listening to Talking Wealth. Have a great week. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE